All right, y'all, this is Home Room Smooth, on Smooth, and uh, I got with me and Trail, Terry, Emmy Award winning director. Uh, he's, he's fresh out of our show. How you doing today, man? I'm doing all right, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good. It's good having you on, man. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Yeah, man. So, uh, man, man, we, we go, we personally go way back. We go to church things. <laughs> right. you know me you know how goofy i am you know mm -hmm. so you know like everybody they saying like you can't talk to the star you can't do this and i'm just like they walk past me like, i ain't gonna just be like and i'm gonna say something <laughs> so right. you know we did like a few scenes and whatnot and Issa kept walking like right past me you know she was you know walk directly right past me and i'm just i didn't say nothing and i ended up like saying something one time she like laughed at me i was like ha i got it <laughs> mm -hmm. so after we got done i just asked her a question i was like uh I said, you know, I said, what does it take to get to this level? And she was just like, just gotta be yourself and do what you do. Don't don't take no for nobody and just mm -hmm. and just, you know, have that can't stop, won't stop mentality. And it was just like that conversation, like that quick interaction I had with her. And she was just so cool and laid back. Shout out to East. Um, that it just stuck with me and I was just like, all right, you know, for you to just just be so laid back and just have the conversation with somebody you don't even know, somebody's background, because a lot of Celebrities out here treat background people like they're just like homeless mm -hmm. people yeah. on the side of the road, you know, and it's kind of like horrible, like, don't talk to me. But she just had like such this laid back personality and just like gave me those few words. So that moment I had with her was like kind of like a moment that stood out for me and made me want to propel and just keep going to the next level. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, yeah, like, so this person, like, they're notorious for following everybody on Twitter back in the day. But um, I was following, uh, what is that, Lil B or whatever. 
And like, I actually like had a conversation with him, like in the DMs or whatever. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a conversation. I'm like, bro, like, how did you? How in the world did you get here? And he's like, bro, he's like, man, I just stayed true to me, like, you know what I'm saying? And I just kept grinding. He's like, don't ever let nobody tell you no, like. Yeah, you know I'm saying same same advice you got from her. Like I was like, dang, I'm like, that's really it. Like j- just grinding. You that's, know? that's all you gotta do, bro. Just like can't can't. It's it's so many people that that's been told, no, nah, this ain't good, this ain't good. Then next thing you know, mm-hmm. boom, it's just they they there now, you know. And just how often you get ready to use the situation, but this is like the first situation. I'm gonna talk about that. Right. I don't want Jordan Lucas not talking talking to me about right. that. <laughs> Man, Even though it ain't nothing bad against right. them, though, but you know, uh, but you know, like you, with, with one person don't see in you, as long as you believe in yourself, I believe that that's like the only thing that really matters. Yeah, you know, right. God ain't gonna put you in a situation you can't. Get right. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Like, man, and then like, like, definitely just staying like prayerful and like just keep you keeping your mind like, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know that, like, because California got a lot of distractions. Oh, man. <laughs> Elon, but there's a lot of people out here that got some tainted souls, too. Like, it's some, mm-hmm. it's some people that's like, I tell them all the time, like, people in L.A. got some horrible souls mm-hmm. because it's just like, so it's, such, it's so wicked out here. But you yeah. just got to make sure you just stay prayed up and just stay moving the way you right you need to. And just, you know, not to, you know, push yourself away from certain situations. Okay. Okay, so let me ask you this, though, like. Your initial feeling, making that initial jump, like, like what was that like? The day, like the days leading up to, like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm moving from Arkansas. I'm gonna go out here to LA and I'm gonna make this happen. Man, my main thing was trying to separate myself from my family uh, because I already know, like, the kind of relationship me and my mom had, and me and my, you know, me and me and my dad as well. But me and my mom, we like shared this, this, this relationship that's so like close knit just because of how my com- my coming up was, you know, I was, mm-hmm. I was really bad, bro. Like, I, and it, it's, it's funny to a lot of people because, you know, but I had ADHD, like bad. I got kicked out of pre-K mm. and, you know, I know my dad had, my mom couldn't work for like an entire year. So my dad picked up like another job just to like make ends needs. My mom didn't really trust people watching me because it's like, she trusted people. Some people watch me. She'll come back. I had scratch marks on my back, you mm-hmm. know, um, and all, and just, she didn't trust nobody, so it's just like that relationship that that she had with me, you know, that we still had today. It was just like kind of hard for me to like separate myself from that, you know. And it's still kind of hard too at the same time. But I think re- separate myself from my family was like the hardest. I had a little brother that was just going to go into high school, mm-hmm. and I just knew how important it was to be there for him. You know, my dad and I having a child is so far away from you know separate myself from my sister and my friends. Just like with my more so, just my family. But just leading up, it was so hard just thinking about like being, you know, 1,300 miles on the opposite side of the mm-hmm. United States and just witnessing me just like selling all my stuff, all my furniture and all the different types of stuff, packing up everything, going around and said, all right, blah, 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 have these good going away parties and dinners. It was, it was, it was bittersweet, you know, but yeah. um, it was bittersweet, but it wasn't until I got on that road and um yeah, I had to just kinda like realize, okay, I'm doing this for them. So I gotta go out there and just mm-hmm. make sure I'm having the business I need to have that I put put my mindset to like really. Right. Man, I respect that. I respect that because like my mindset was a bit different because like for me, like I had family out here. Like and and that's like a gift and a curse. Like I always have family like almost anywhere I go. So it's like 
coming out here, like I kind of was cushioned a bit from the like the whole harsh reality of just being out here alone, you know. Um, but I, I definitely like would say like there was situations that were happening where I kind of kept things like close to my chest and was like, nah, I'm just gonna figure this out as a man, you know what I'm saying? But there was also that that I had something to reach back to. So that's why I really wanted to ask you because I'm like I I had like something to reach back to, you know what I'm saying? At least my dad was here, you know. But you was just like out here. Oh, bro, I didn't have no family. But my, I think my closest family was in San Francisco. Uh, and I don't even really know my auntie like that. But so my mom's like, did she stay in San Francisco? Uh, but other than that, I just literally, I only knew like maybe like one or two people. Like even people like you see me like kicking with like Felix and Ashana and, um, you know, um, and AJ and Jonica and, you know, Isaiah. Well, I knew Isaiah since high school. But people see me kicking with that. They be like, "Oh, y'all knew each other." I'm like, no, I, I didn't. I we knew of each other. I knew of these people. I didn't meet them until like I got here. Mm-hmm. Only person I knew was Isaiah. But even when I moved out here, when like I was hitting Isaiah, like, "Hey, I'm moving." Blah blah. Yeah. You know, uh, Felix and Ashana, you know, and Jonica and AJ and all, and the whole Arkansas crew. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaquita, Devo. Uh, I feel like I'm missing a couple people. CC, you, you know, mm-hmm. Sav, Jen. I know Camille, you know, but all all of them, um, I met here. Right. You know, it wasn't like a, um, it wasn't like I had this this cushion to fall back on when I first came out here. I had to like build up, and um, I went through a lot of different things out here. I ain't gonna talk about too much because I got a story coming out about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was definitely hard, and you know, not having that cushion, very some very uh, emotional nights. Um, Definitely time to thought about just going back to Arkansas, but then I'll kind of think about that and then like three seconds later, you're like, nah, nigga, you ain't doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go on back home, McDonald. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, just weather the storm, man, but I, I didn't have a cushion, you know, like that to fall back upon. I had some very um, incredible people that stood, that, that stepped, that, that took that took me on. Um, Marcus Smith, who's a comedian out here, him and okay. his mom, they, let me, they allowed me to stay at Airbnb they had, you know, and they looked out for me very, very, very well. So without them, um, I don't even think I would be able to make it in LA as, as long as I did. So definitely shout out to Marcus Big Man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ATJ, you know, so, uh, yeah, this, I didn't have, I didn't really have that cushion though. It was hard. Okay, okay, cool, cool. So, um, all right, so you got, you got past that, you got past that initial stage. And you got into like your, you know what I'm saying, where you was like, what, what was your first time like directing, like, you know what I'm saying, getting, getting behind the camera? Oh, uh, my first time directing, getting behind the camera, uh, it was, it was kind of like, a, um, I started off doing these, I started off writing scripts for influencers. And first, the first like influencer I had met was K More to Go Tech Weezy. Uh, and then it was just like we had these meetings, had the new kind of meeting linking in, and it was more so like, hey man, let me write something for y'all. And we did that, and they were like, let me like have complete control of it and like directing. So that's when I like being behind the camera, like started learning a lot of different things mm-hmm. as far as you know what I like to see, how it should be, you know, um, told on camera and stuff like that. And it started off as comedy and stuff like that. And when I started doing it, I realized I was like, all right. I enjoy this. I like this a lot. I like this more so than being in front of the camera. Right. So I'm like, I'm gonna do this 
started writing a lot, started directing more, started writing a lot, started directing more. And I built that up to such a, a huge platform where so I was able to go and direct stuff for like Blame It On Quay. Blame It On Quay bring people in and it was me to race those cities and the Creole courts. And, you know, it was, it was just so fun for me to do. So when I made that transition to go to films, mm-hmm. it was kind of like it was already there. Right. So one thing I need to do now is just basically tell this, tell these stories how the script is, and um, and just make it look as best as I possibly can. And I had to realize, okay, it ain't up to you to make it look good. You gotta make sure whoever your cameraman is mm-hmm. to make sure it look good. I'm a definite director, bro. That literally would tell I would cut. Cut, cut. Right. He said his look. <laughs> and I do that. You know, I'm, I'm in the, and I like to be able to, like, know that it, it looks good. And at the same time, just being coachable, because I didn't go to school for this stuff. I've been on YouTube. I would go to classes. When I was doing background work, bro, I would try my best to stand as close to the director as possible. Yeah. Close as possible, just so I can learn the, the, the words they use and mm-hmm. what it means and just do all that. And then mm-hmm. I finally inv- invested in master class. Okay. And master classes would got me to the level of uh, that I'm at now. But I would do all those things, and I'm like I said, I'm definitely a director that like that works hand in hand with my DP. But I'm also in the edit room too as well. Yeah. I'm not editing, but I'm like, hey, let's move this over here. Let's do this. Let's mm-hmm. can we work on the coloring? Can this can this transition? Yeah. Let's look. Can we add some music right here? And I think it's it's so fun to just be a director, um, specifically when the budget's right. Yeah, but you, know, <laughs> but you know, you know, you can still make anything. I think, like you know, if you, I think any any true director can make can make can make anything come to life, no, no matter what the budget is or whatnot. But this is fun, though. Okay, okay. So then, um, so okay, so you're behind the scenes, you're doing that or whatever. What was it like, like getting in that room and getting the first like, hey, you know what I'm saying? We're we're finna we're finna we're finna budget you. To do this, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I guess, like, yeah, you got in the room with what? Amazon first, or was it Netflix that you got in the room with first? You talking about as far as the, you talking about as far as the uh, project that we had? Project, right? yeah, project. Oh, uh, okay. So that project right there, it came. Uh, that whole thing right there, we didn't, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a. We had a um, a meeting with Amazon or anything like that. It was more so of a. Um, we shot it. We got it done, and when we got it done. Um, Louis Jones, who was actually one of the other producers, was able to go out and say, hey, we're going to put this on Amazon. Now, how he did that, I still don't know how. Right. But, you know, it was something that he made happen, you know, so right. I didn't have anything to do with that part. I just looked up who was on Amazon Prime. I'm right. like, well, hey, yeah, you yeah. know, I directed something that's on Amazon Prime, you know. Right. <laughs> and, you know, um, that's how that went, you know. But, you know, even with Louis, you know, uh, he's a child Louis Jones. He's a it's an incredible producer, you know, and, and director too, as well, creative himself. So, you know, he's been like teaching us a lot of stuff. You know, he's very, very, he's taking the time to like learn a lot of his stuff. Uh, and we all about the same age. I think he, oh, I think Louis about damn near 40. <laughs> I was playing. But uh, no, nah, but Louis is definitely taking his time to like, you know, show us different things, um, how to do things. So even when it comes to like pitching stuff to be on networks, mm-hmm. I think we all know how to do that now and stuff like that. But now I wouldn't have like a sit down meeting at the Amazon oh, studio. Okay. okay. I wish we did, you know, yeah. I've been taking pictures all over the place, you right. know, but <laughs> now we didn't have that, you know, it was more so something that, you know, Lewis put together and we did that and, uh, and that's how it went. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So 
so you shot the project or whatever. How how did you get the group of actors and like different producers and all that together for the project? Like, Once again, it goes back to Lewis. Lewis got all this stuff together. Uh, Mar- Lewis Marquez, because Marquez used used people that he wanted to do, which is another other, one of the producers, Marquez Williams. Um, he used his he used he casted some people that he wanted to use. I think he did the whole casting himself. I think Lewis might have had a say so on one or two things. I don't know. When it came to the part, but when we did the first initial Tabor read, um, and what was so funny about that project, bro, um, Marquez mm-hmm. hit me up. Who's Marquez? Who's actually the producer? He actually started in the film too as well. Um, he hit me up, and at this time it was in the pandemic, and I had some other projects that people was hit me up about too as well. And I had these deposits, I had this going mm-hmm. on. So he hit me up. He said, "How much you charging?" I said, "You know, give me five hundred dollars. You know, two fifty a day is two day shoot." Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, but you know, I'm, you, give me a little time, make sure I have to make it happen for you. And he ended up, you know, well, he didn't say, look, make sure you make it happen for me. He even said, give me a little time to think about it one night. And he hit me back, he was like, be honest with you, bro, I ain't got that for you. <laughs> he said, but you know, I think we got some dope that we can create. So I sat down, I was like, you know what? All right, bro, let's do it. So we got some yeah. table read. I hear the table read. Uh, we the table is good. You know, we all make our notes. They create the script. We we come back. We had one table read, and then we shoot like the following week. Like so, it was it was a quick turnaround. We didn't get we didn't get no rehearsals in. We didn't get nothing in. It was just kind of like table read, make the make the adjustments. Everybody studying your own. Everybody studying your own. We come to set that day. Everybody is in. Everybody's ready to go. Man. So that's how that went. So, but Lewis when I he got he he told Quest to he told he told Mark Quest to hit me up to direct, uh, and then Lewis hired the whole team. You know, so yeah, I just came okay. up with Lewis John. Okay, <laughs> hey, that's what's up. So when you, I'm trying to think how to say this. So okay, you got nominated. Mm-hmm. There's there's that feeling, and then there's the winning part. Okay, when you got nominated, did you even think you was gonna win, bro? Let me tell you how it worked out. There's so many you asked. I think it was like in maybe February, or maybe March. Lewis had hit me and Quiz up. He was like, "Yo, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna submit for the Emmys, blah blah blah, and we need this X amount of money to do it." So we all sent our money into Lewis, and because you got paid to submit to it or whatnot, mm-hmm. and we sent our money into Lewis, and bro, we didn't hear anything for like the longest. I was in Dallas and I was just I was just sitting down thinking one day. I said, man, I wonder what happened to the, the Emmy. You know, the Emmy stuff that we did. I said, the Emmy's probably passed. I didn't even think to look it up. I didn't yeah. even think about none of that stuff. Yeah. So the following week I get back here and I wake up one morning and I like everybody they do this day, they wake up, check their cell phone. Yeah. So I look on the story and I check Lewis' story and Lewis said something about Emmy nominations dropped today, you know, if we don't get it this this year, uh, we'll get it next year. So yeah. I, I'm not thinking that I'm not thinking nothing. So I go on with my dad. I'm on a Zoom. I'm on a Zoom call, bro, at my desk in my room. Mm-hmm. And Lewis calls my phone. I got my phone like propped up on the stand the whole time. So Lewis yeah. called my phone. He's like, and I don't answer the first time. And I text myself, I'm in the Zoom. Well, he called me twice. And then I said, I'm in the Zoom class. He like, step away for a minute. He was like, I was like, all right. So called me. I said, bro, what's your like, bro? I'm in the meeting, right? Uh, right Talking right. about another project right now. Like, right. He said, bro, you remember that project that we, you know, that we did, you know, Grand Apartment 15, we spent it. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, he said, we Emmy nominated. I said, I just got quiet, bro. Right. I was like, bro, you lying, bro. You right. I said, I'm not exact word, bro, you lying, bro. You fucking lying. I was like, yeah. 
He said, Terrell, I am not. Then he said, he sent me the stuff. I seen it. I was like, bro, this is like ridiculous. Like, I, I like chills in my body because I'm just like, yeah. bro, like, this is ridiculous. Like, and then, you know, they on the Zoom call. I told my intro, intro, where you at? Where you at? I was like, hey, I'm going to call you right back. <laughs> right. Talked a little, hung up, called my mom. So I was like, bro, mom, I got to tell you. Mm-hmm. Bro, when that feeling, that feeling was like, I, it was like, uh, I can't, you can't even describe that feeling. It's yeah. kind of like a, it was, it, it was emotional. It was a roller coaster because it was like numbing, because numbing, being nominated is kind of like a win in the first place. Yeah. We from Arkansas, you know, right. stuff like that don't happen all the time. And then just think about the way that I had to get to where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that was even, that was even the situation. I, I like, when I got the news, I just leaned back and I was like, that's crazy because I have been, since I've been in LA, I haven't had my own room like this. You know, like, I'm yeah. like, I've been having to stay on couches, you know, a lot of different places. I've been having to do this. I've been having to do this. So it's just yeah. like being able to like be nominated was one thing. But then when we won, that feeling was amazing too. Yeah. Because I was already walking around like a winner. Yeah. Being nominated in the first place. Yeah. Then, bro, when we sat down, have you seen the video? Yeah. And the reaction video was the girl in the park. Ah! <laughs> what is What is but the funniest thing was after that video was after we won, the reaction after, like, and I think I posted that video too, the reaction, like, after when they told us that we we can, they said we're finna disconnect guys, congratulations. That the, mm-hmm. that the the amount of nigga that we jumped into. Yeah. Cause I just remember quit them, nigga, we done. It was just, <laughs> we bumping, we bumping, we was bumping, we was bumping, uh, uh, we was bumping King Von. Right. It was like, the amount of blackness that jumped out that fast, it was just like, cause the, everybody in there was from Chicago, Arkansas, Detroit, mm-hmm. and places like that. So it was just like, oh, yeah. we didn't want none. They didn't <laughs> Right. So. That, that was two films was definitely a match. And, I, and you know, I, I, I can't wait to experience it again one day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you, def- you definitely will, man. Oh, yeah. You definitely will, for sure. And you're definitely a talented dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always knew that from, from the jump order. Because I remember, because um, I was just I was just thinking back on it last night. I was like, man, I remember that conversation we was having in the parking lot. And you was telling me, like, all this stuff that you really wanted to do, like, that you was trying to do. Like, just outside of, like, track and field and all that other stuff. And I was like, man, I'm like, yeah, yeah, he definitely going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he definitely going to do all of that. And then to see you where you are now, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And that's like 12 years, 12 plus years ago. I'm like, man, that's crazy. It's crazy. Because you just don't know exactly where your life's going to go. But then being in Arkansas, you don't have the resources to basically mm-hmm. be able to get you to this point. I honestly feel like as if, if I was able to, like, you know, go to a good coaching or go to acting classes or, you know, something mm-hmm. like that back in Arkansas, I'll be so much further than what I am now. Yeah. But just having to come out here, I came out here at the age of 25, and it's like, I feel like I have to, I feel like learning those, like, this This about to be my fourth year out here, so I feel as if it's kind of like, this be my four years of college here. Okay. I dropped out of college, you know, I didn't, right. I, I feel like that one for me, you know, I, no no, no offense to people who went to college or not, but different folks are different folks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came out here, and I feel like these four years have been like, College for me because I've been right. broke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been up. You know, when these checks come in. You know, these. Mm-hmm. You know, you know them. them uh, what they call them checks in college? Is the stimulus? No, 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 no. no, no. Uh, uh, Stipends. Nah, the uh, refund check. Refund check. Refund check. So I'm done. like, hey, when payday comes, that's the refund check. Yeah. In yeah. LA, so it's only so far three thousand dollars gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was. It, 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 it's. It's been. It's, it's, it's definitely fun just like just know like I'm living out the stuff that I thought about. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, 
So what what um so what what do you got planned for the future? Yeah, yeah, I'll start there. Like what do you got planned for the future? Like if you can let us in on anything. Oh you know? yeah, I can. Um I'm actually about to get a director uh, uh, a pilot episode uh for my homeboy Richard and my homegirl Monica. They got a new sh- uh, show coming out pretty soon. Uh they were working on I'm actually about to get a direct that one next month. Um, but 2022 is so many things that's lined up, you know, you know, God willing, um, to make it to next year or whatnot, you know, um, to be able to direct those projects. But I got like maybe locked in, there's four different projects right now. Uh, um, there's two short films and two episodes and I actually, pending one, it's a future film. So it'll be like my full first full length movie. Okay. Um, this about like their runtime's like an hour and maybe like thirty minutes. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. To be able to direct and they got a huge budget on it too. So okay, like, that's a nice payday. I can't right. wait for that. <laughs> wait for that deposit to happen. Right. But, um, so yeah, that's coming up pretty soon. And there, you know, that's that's lining up my January, not my February, March, April, in May. So I'm trying to just like have a new project I'm jumping on every single month. But towards the end of the year, I just want to just focus on my my own projects. So yeah, you know, I'm I'm taking the opportunity to get paid for these projects. So I'm saving it because I'm going to use that much. Yeah, gotcha. But even at that, you know, I think if I come up with some pretty good stuff, now I got a lot of different producers that I've been beating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just like, hey, give me some money, right. <laughs> and I feel as if they they would. <laughs> okay, yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, and then lastly, to end on a positive note, like, what message do you want to give to like? young people in Arkansas to like to help them push and motivate themselves to be like great. Uh, man, it's so crazy. You said like my, my heart is like really big on a youth back home, you know, cause I was that kid, you know, that, that didn't know exactly what we wanted to do. You know, I was going through high school and I was just like, being, I'm going to be the fastest man in the world and this. And mm-hmm. those flash days is very, very crazy. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, you didn't, you just didn't know. But I think what I would tell the kids that whatever you believe in, whatever you want to do, uh, whatever you want to achieve, just do it and don't really care about what people have to say about you. Um, because I think a lot of things, a lot of times, especially growing up when you're young and you're going through high school, you're going through, you know, your freshman, sophomore years of college, you're, you're so you're so worried about what people think. And I always lived a life by not really thinking about what people really thought about me, mm-hmm. you know, because it was just like, all right, you, I don't care. <laughs> right. And, you know, like even even with me, like I went through I went through a phase where I like lost my hair in the eighth and ninth grade. I had patches in my head. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at eighth and ninth grade in public school, mm, yeah. all these black kids, I had I so many nicknames, bro. But it was just like. I didn't let that get to me. I didn't let that really just overcome me because I was just like, I knew, I always knew greater was coming. Right. I just never, I didn't know exactly what was going to come in the form of. Right. But I would just say, just focus in on what you want to do. If you want to be a creative, be a great creative. If you want to be an artist, become the greatest artist you possibly can. Don't limit yourself to just what society tells you. It's more out here in this world than just graduating or dropping out of school or whatever you want to do and working a nine to five, you can do whatever you want to do in this world as long as you know that you just have to be, you got you have to be, what's the word I'm looking for? You have to be very, um, I'll put it like this, your hustle has to be very heavy. 
in order mm-hmm. to achieve what you want to get to. So, you know, put your mind to it and just stick with it because, you know, it's it's people's, it's people's, like Tyler Perry said, it's people's, people's dreams are tied into your career. Own your, own your content, own your stuff. So become the best you you possibly can and we'll see you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, man. Again, bro, appreciate you coming on, man. No problem, bro. Appreciate yeah. you having me. Yeah, appreciate you being on. Hey, y'all, this is another episode of Home Room Smooth. Thank y'all for watching. We out.